The league has changed. I feel it in the water. I feel it in the earth. I smell it in the air. Much that once was is lost because not everyone will remember it. This is the history of the Burly Boys Fantasy League. began in the world before COVID, where many fans of the historic Chicago Bears felt lost in mediocrity and team apathy for nearly a decade. After years of embarrassment, these fans found solace in a new regime in the early of 2018. The great Lord McCaskey promised glory and honor to their people by drafting a new quarterback in Titty Mitch. Hiring a bald leader from the Cheeseburger Man in Kansas City from House Reed, and recruiting their greatest warrior since Erlacher of old in Khalil Mack. But they were all of them deceived because it would be a kicker who would decide their fate. run out into the field but there's still five seconds so they've got to get back he does it again one by one fans fell into ruin with internet trolling talking heads yelling and cursing the very franchise they had come to love for one brief year but there were some who resisted deep in the bowels of cinespace studios sitting bored on the set of chicago med a handsome and brave early boy sam even after seeing the ill-fated double doink firsthand, felt the fires of football fandom rekindle inside. With foolish optimism, he looked to the 2019 season with hope and wished to find even more ways to engage with his love of football. It was in this moment that his idea for a fantasy football league was born. An alliance was formed of many degenerates from across Chicago and beyond. It began with his most trusted ally from the land of cheese and beer, Joey Richardson, who formed Danica Patrick's Kung Fu Grip. Pablo Masterkush Gambetta and Mike Graham emerged from their hot boxes in a cloud and smoke with Show Me Your TDs and the Golden Tate Warriors, while Brett briefly laid down his golf clubs with GoFundZeke.com. Donnie Hams, because his last name is lost in the annals of history, arrived with 50 cases of his favorite Ham's beer and formed the inglorious Bath Turds, while Mike Pisani rolled his dice at trying something new and formed the Chicago Prolapsed Kulo. Keith Huffmeyer and his team, Ketchup on a Hot Dog, ew, reluctantly agreed, and even Sam's brother Josh enlisted the Brooklyn Dodgers Even though he knew or cared nothing about football, he decided to answer the call. Joe Tolitano, handsome as he is, rose from his vampire coffin to offer his delectable skills with Team Tots, while Grant Whelan took a grip of the situation. 
and formed the Phil Dawson Pray For Us. Looking to give his life meaning, John Mike, perhaps the burliest of all the boys, affirmed his position in the league with Adrian Peterson. And last to the party, Pat Dooley set aside his smashed avocado whore boiled egg cup of grossness and entered with noisy farts to enter his team of Team Snack Attack. This would be known as the first season of the Burley Boys Fantasy Football League. This episode is sponsored by Q-Whip. Not to be confused with our dumb competitors. No, Q-Whip is a different kind of toothbrush. You shove it in your mouth, it vibrates, and your teeth are automatically clean. You don't even have to brush. You just stick it in your mouth and it buzzes around and around all your tongue and your teeth. You don't even have to move it because it moves for you. That's right. It has four heads on the top of it and it just spins all around. And next thing you know, you're feeling toothpaste and water and secret components and chemicals that you don't even know what it is. And it just cleans your mouth for two minutes. Listen, I've been brushing my teeth for a long time, okay? And I've done a lot of different toothbrushes. This toothbrush not only cleans your mouth, it gives you a sensation in your mouth you've never felt before. Now, I'm not, I know I'm here just giving an advertisement, but trust me, this is the toothbrush for you. So use promo code BURLYBOYS and get your toothbrush for five easy payments of $1,000. Easy. <laughs> it's like, it's it's the best thing. Q-whip. That's right, with a whip, because it whips your mouth into shape. Though odd in numbers and a measly $10 buy-in, where the winner took all, the first season of battle was bloody and ruthless nonetheless. Most notable was a battle between Brett and Donnie that led to the biggest blowout of the season where GoFundZeek eviscerated Donnie's bath turns 136 to 42. This, of course, inevitably led Donnie not really paying attention for most of the season and being rewarded with the longest losing streak of nine games, a record of two and ten, and the unfortunate title of the first ever baby boy loser of the Burley Boys, after falling to Sam and the Titty Mitch squad in the Poop Bowl. That's right. The beloved commissioner and leader of this league had a rough first season, but all was not lost. On the competitive side, Pat and Josh tied for the longest winning streak of six games, while Josh went one step further and had the best record of the league at nine and three. But the best record leads not to a title alone. In the playoffs, battle raged harder than ever, and Josh fell in the early rounds, allowing Mike Bassani, Brett, and Mike Graham to jettison ahead. In the end, it was Mike Graham and the Golden Tate Warriors that slayed Brett and his GoFund Zeke in an epic title match that awarded Mike Graham the winner's trophy and the first claim to the big daddy of the Burley Boys. A brief time of peace passed over the league as they geared up for season two. For some, the pressure was too great and three teams decided to leave the fight for good. Though Donnie Ham, Mike Bassani, and Keith left, they live on in the annals of Burley Boys history, and we salute them. For the rest, the battle was just beginning.
Do you need a website? I bet you do. You have so much stuff that's just taking up on your computer. Or maybe you just want to get your content out in the world. You know, I've been using a lot of different website builders over the years, and there's nothing quite like Squarespace. Yeah, Squarespace. It's the freaking best. You can build websites, make it dope, flashing lights. You can put anything on there, and I mean anything. And guess what? It's completely free. All you need to do is use code Burly Boys, and you get the first month free. That's right. After that, it might be a little bit of money, but guess what? You're going to be making so much money because you're going to make the next YouTube or the next, well, you know what? I don't even know because you're going to come up with the idea. Square Spache. It is so simple to use. I'm an idiot. You're an idiot probably too. And you know what? Square Spache, it makes everything simple. So go to squarespache.com. Go and use code name Burly Boys. And guess what? You're going to be off to the races making the best website you've ever made. Ever. Wow. Just make your websites responsibly. Bye. Though the first season was a success, Sam decided to up the stakes even higher and improve the quality of play for the second season. Now down to 10 teams, the league moved from ESPN to Sleeper, and the buy-in was increased to $25, where the winner took all. Where things were truly amplified was in the new Punishment, in which the baby boy loser would be subjected to eating five grand slams from Denny's in under six hours. The stage was set. New teams were recruited with the help of former Chicago Bear Eddie Pinheiro, who chose our draft order and mysteriously put the one Packer fan Joey at the bottom. Hmm. Though the leaders were more wise and battle-tested, it did not mean there wasn't more heartbreak, bloodshed, and mistakes. The scores were for some reason more lopsided than the previous, and there were numerous blowouts but what was most interesting was that the blower could change at any given week. But these blowouts didn't mean the records were lopsided. Quite the opposite. Pablo's Camara Diz Nuts, Josh's Fine Collection, a grievous joke, and Team Starkoff all won eight times, while Grant's Puff Puff passed to Jay Gordon and John Mike's Bubby Choner won seven. The number one seed was only one ahead of the pack, with nine wins. And those nine wins did little, as Tots lost outright in the playoffs, even with a bye week to Brett and Pablo. And it was in this win of the playoffs that Brett rode the momentum to crush John Mike's Choner in the finals and claim victory as the big daddy of 2020. And while Brett celebrated his victory deep in the bowels of the league, four teams squabbled in filth. Mike's hair plug repo squad faced off against Joey's Lone Rangers in a below-average bout that ended with no one caring. Joey managed only four wins on the season, but at least he didn't end up in the cursed realm of the poop bowl. Once again, the fearless and majestic commissioner of the league found his team, We Are Mitchell, in the gutter against Pat's team six feet away from victory except it would appear that Sam was six feet away as his team barely put up a fight in the finals and was crowned the new baby boy loser of the early boys. 
The bell tolled as Sam's fate hung on a knife's edge. He walked into the Denny's to face his punishment. And it was in this moment when all hope felt lost. His stomach full of cold eggs and maple syrup dripping from his lips. But out of darkness comes light. And Sam emerged more fierce than ever. He was born again and vowed never to step foot in that poop bowl again. Or at least until the next year. Do you like betting? I bet you do. Everyone likes betting. It's a nationwide phenomenon. Sure, you could go to a casino. You could bet away all your money. You could use all these lame betting apps. Have dumb parlays and stupid props. But I found, that's right. I found the best betting app possible and it's called Never Lose Cash App. Wow, dude, I kid you not. I bet $500. On, on a sports game that I won't I won't comment on, and I won five hundred thousand dollars. That's right. And you know why? It's because you never lose. It's in the title. You can bet on everything, any sport. You could bet on your grandma falling down the stairs. This betting app has more prop bets than I've ever seen in my life. Oh, you think Joe Biden is going to fall off his bike again? You can bet on that. You think that maybe next week, Russia? is going to invade China, you can bet on that. You think that somehow Florida is going to lose all of its alligators and ship them off to Spain for a bulls alligator bite to the death competition. You can bet on that. And as in the title, you can never lose. So use code word Burly Boys in the Never Lose Cash app and you will automatically get in your account right off the bat. How is that possible? Don't ask questions. Just download the Never Lose Cash app, code word Burley Boys. It was season three, still 10 teams, but Sam amped up the stakes yet again. The buy-in rose to $100 a person, with third getting their money back, second place getting $350, and first place getting $700. Six teams would also be able to get into the playoffs instead of four, making the competition more fierce than ever. But the punishment, well, the punishment was revealing. In the spirit of the ESPN body issue, the baby boy loser would have to pose tastefully nude in a portrait photo based on any theme they desired and make beer koozies for the league. Everything would be on display. The battles were closer than ever, as everyone now had several years of experience under their belts. However, the season's previous champion, Brett, and his new team, Make America Great Again, tore through the league with seven straight wins in a row. It seemed insurmountable, and that the reigning Big Daddy would keep his title. But even the smallest of choices, or trades, can tip the balance of war. In an effort to salvage their season, Mike's Patrick Mahomes made a questionable trade by sending Austin Eckler to the at-time second-place team of Grant's Steventastic Jolinski. Don't at me. Grant's team never looked back. 
went 10-3 and steamrolled his way to victory over Sam's last chance Karen Rodgers and Pablo's Cinderella going to the ball in the playoffs to claim the title of Big Daddy. All this to say, though this trade helped change the direction of the league, it did not explain Brett's fall from grace, going from 7-0 to never winning another match for the whole season. Luckily, he had won enough to stay out of the poop bracket, but it just goes to show how fickle this league can be. Joe T's Toys for Tots and Josh's Bezos Bum Boys rounded out the rest of the playoffs that year. After two straight years in the poop bowl, Sam finally managed to climb his way to third place while Pablo took second. This was a shining moment for Sam and for Josh, who had sneakily risen up the ranks knowing nothing about football to being a contender year in and year out. After failing to set their lineup for nearly half the season, Pat's team six feet away from victory, yes, that's the same name as the year before, tumbled down the standings in dramatic fashion, sporting some of the lowest scores the league has ever seen week in and week out. It was an automatic win for whoever faced him. But suddenly, out of nowhere, Pat came alive, and he began setting his lineup to the woes of Mike Graham. They faced each other in the first round of the poop bracket, and unfortunately, because of that trade, Mike's team had tanked, and Pat's team, who was actually pretty good, crushed Mike and sent him into the poop. The other matchup had yet another struggling year for Joey's Woodley Wop, who had only won four times on the season. This just doesn't seem to be Joey's game sometimes. His opponent, John Mike's Washington Foreskins, only pulled out five wins. Yes, pulled out. But your record does not matter in the poop, and the Foreskins managed to send the WAP into the poop bowl to face Mike Graham. This was a battle of wills, or wieners, as the loser had to pose nude. The sweat dripped, the nerves were high, the texts were fierce and angry. No one wanted to take this punishment. It wasn't just a matter of taking the squishy poop trophy. No, this was a matter of having to pose nude and letting all of your friends see your junk on a nudie, boozy koozie. The battle was fierce, and it was close. But Joey managed to squeak out that win, and Mike fell to become the third baby boy loser. And now is the only person to claim both the Big Daddy and the Baby Boy Loser. Fascinating stuff. We still wait upon the nudie koozies, and to be honest, I don't know if anyone really wants them, but take them we shall. So there you have it. The first three seasons of the Burly Boys. And now for some stats that might paint an overall picture. Because though we've had our winners and losers, there has been a growing trend with who seems to be doing well in the league overall and who still has a lot of work to do. Of course, this has to do with luck, but also skill. Since moving to Sleeper, Grant leads the league with a 17-9 record, 3,186 points for, and 2,834 points against. 
second place is Joe T with a 17 and nine record, but doesn't quite get that first place because he only has 3,096 points for and 2,794 points against. Brett is in third with a 16 and 10 record, 2,876 points for and 2,716 points against. And fourth, in kind of a surprising fashion, is Josh. That's right, the non-football fan. Also at 16-10, but with only 2,844 points for and 2,694 points against. I'm saying as if that's not a lot of points. It's more than my team. Fifth is Pablo at 15 and 12 with 2,974 points for and 2,849 points against. Sixth place is John Mike at 12 and 14, 2,705 points for and 2,871 points against. Seventh place, Mike Graham, 11 and 15 with 2,837 points for and 2,903 points against. And next is your commissioner in eighth place at 11 and 15 with a little bit of a comeback season in season three, 2,685 points for and 2,929 points against. Ninth place is Joey at eight and 18. Oof. With 2,807 points for and 2,965 points against. And in last to probably no one's surprise is Pat. 10th place, 8 and 18, tied with Joey, but the fewest points for at 2,672 and 3,129 points against, by far the most. You'll notice that total points for and against are all over the place. Some have a lot, and if you look at the inner seasons, you'll see that the teams in last place typically have the most points against. But what matters most is your record, and this story is not over. We now stand upon the precipice of the fourth season of the Burley Boys. There are now 12 teams with newcomers Ian and Chris. The buy-in is raised to $125. There are new strategies with the introduction of the FOB system and Superflex roster spot. And of course, another dreadful punishment lays in the shadows waiting to be revealed on draft day. This season is bigger and more dramatic than ever. How will you write your story in this new chapter of the Burly Boys and strive to make your claim as the big daddy to rule them all? Good luck, gentlemen.